Hello everybody, I'm Adiba and I'm Raisa and we're happy to have you back for another episode of A Pill for the Blues where we talk about a couple of tunes, look for their hues and give our reviews. So Raisa, how have you been for the past couple of days now? Uh, the past couple of days? Uh, this is really funny because I've been asking you the same question for I think two or three episodes. Um, so I think, uh, yeah, I just started my online classes this week. So it's it's been really difficult trying to keep up with everything else. So I, I get up at like 7 a.m. I finish working out and then I sit down for classes and that goes on for about like five, five and a half hours. So I just I just am glued to the screen and then um, I finish some work for our podcast and then it's the day just end. It's just monotonous and redundant days for like the entire week. So this this been a little frustrating, but you know what? Something's keeping me busy. So I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of looking at it in an optimistic way. What about you? What have you been doing? Yeah, it's pretty much the same except I don't have classes yet. Our classes are supposed to start on the first of July, but I don't really have a lot of things going on. I work out whenever I have to. I help my mom at home, and it's just pretty much just chilling. I'm. So I don't know if I'm looking forward to classes or not because I know as soon as they start, I'm going to get irritated by them and not want to attend them at all. But I'm hoping something's going to keep me busy. Uh, so let's introduce our listeners to what today's episode is. So can you tell us something about it? Today's episode is going to be about music reality shows or music competitions that you see on TV. And these competitions are... American Idol, The Voice, Indian Idol, Sarem Kamapa. You have so many competitions out there. Oh yeah, there are so many. Um, so, so did you watch any of these growing up? I can't say I haven't seen them, but I didn't watch them religiously, of course. But there used to be nothing else coming on TV on weekends. So our family would just sit and we would watch, you know, these competitions. We would see people in their mid-twenties, you know, these kids going up, auditioning for these competitions, hoping for a chance to have a career in music and trying to make it big, I guess. What about you? Uh, me, I, I think you guys probably have heard of like the first episode that we made. And in that, you must have probably heard that um, I wanted to audition at one of these at one point. Yeah, it's... it's uh, I, I did used to watch them religiously, to be honest. My mom and I, we were obsessed with these. We, we didn't really have them on TV, like X Factor uh, UK and all of that. Um, so I used to wait for them to upload it onto their YouTube channel, I think Thursdays or Wednesdays. I don't remember the timings uh, anymore. Um, so yeah, and I don't remember if uh, I stopped watching them because the talent declined or it became too commercial. or I, I don't know why, but I just stopped watching them after some time. You still watch them? No, I don't think I watched them. I can't remember the last time I ever sat down to watch an episode or something like that. But that's a good point that you bring up. When we think about these music shows, from a from someone who watches them for entertainment, I guess, we only see people coming there and singing songs. But we don't really know what's going on behind the scenes. And doing the research for this episode was actually quite interesting because a lot of things came to light you know the things the participants go through and how the judges are treated how the entire process works it's it's a very eye-opening thing to see uh and you get to see the reality behind these shows and it's not always that great yeah i think you're absolutely right a lot of people still watch um most of these shows and i think it's important to know what goes on um so 
I, I remember when I was a kid, there was this uh, show called, I think, Nickelodeon Shining Star or Rising Star. It was one of those. And they had this audition camp sort of thing set up in our local mall. And I wanted to go there and try out and everything. So just to see what the process was like, I went on Google and searched a bit. So I remember this from back then. Um, I went over there to register myself and the lines were exhaustingly long they were so long but it's understandable like it's a chance to get in front of tv so everybody wants to grab that opportunity and but the process is so tedious and long and and the more you look at it the more you realize that these people easily evaluate you on the basis of how interesting your persona or character is yeah it's actually true because i've noticed this before i don't know how many people have to but a lot of a lot of the times when you see these shows or the people who get to audition who who get to have footage for, for the show are the ones who come from a poorer background they have emotional stories and you know they bring a sort of emotional touch to the show exactly that's what makes up the character of the show like the entire i I think i'm so tired of mentioning this over and over again in almost every single episode i think the root of all of our irritation and problems are people considering every single thing to be an industry so this as well is just like any other so the people running these shows want ratings so that they earn more they make more profits so these sob stories or these inspiring stories beautiful as they may be they are just to exploit the viewers to get their attention to get um their time so that's what happens yeah and this is true not only about indian tv shows but um as we've con- we've done some research about these competitions which are conducted in other countries as well it's a very universal process you know the producers look for people who have a very touching background story and they can put it out in the world and they keep asking you about your family just to know if there's anything you know just going through or if you're suffering from or if you if you were bullied you have anxiety if you don't have you're not very well off you know they keep looking for people so that they can put them on camera and get their reactions of sort exactly even in your auditioning paper that you have to fill in like all of your talents or talents or um the things that you were going to sing or um just like your basic description they ask you to fill out what your main motivation story is or like why you've come to this show so more moving it is the more likely you are to be featured on the show yeah and i've also heard that if you're not exact if you're not exaggerating enough or if your story isn't touching enough they probably just cut you out of the footage like they don't need you anymore exactly that's an excellent point because um because you know when you're watching a lot of these shows you see the stark contrast between like the two types of contestants that are on there there are these one type of contestants who are like absolutely extraordinary who totally deserve to be on the show and then you have the opposite you have uh, someone who has the least amount of talent i i don't want to be rude but they probably shouldn't be on a talent show that has so many screening processes So when you think about it they intentionally put these people over there to get like more ratings. So these are like two types of way that they that they get ratings. Either the story is too motivational inspiring or sad 
or it's just too hilarious that it attracts people and people like gain enjoyment from their humiliation it's just terrible how they treat these contestants and this happens even though there are so many layers of auditioning like you have to audition a couple of times in front of so many people before they make you perform in front of the judges so it's not like they just directly send you and be like go perform in front of the judges they the producers look for people who know they are going to bring some sort of drama and trb to the show okay so coming to the judges we were divulge a bit more into what these contestants face um, later on during the episode but uh, right now let's look at what these judges do so i think everybody who watches these talent shows or you know does not even watch everybody knows who simon cowell is you you know him as this guy who's rude who's unnecessarily rude to be honest come on and that guy has created this entire brand i mean you have seen him as a judge on most of these talent shows like um can you name a few adiba i i, I can't think of them right now he's there on um britain's got talent and then he's been on american idol yeah right um i think if i'm not wrong all of the x factors in the entire got talent franchise like america's got talent india's got talent uk's got britain's got talent i'm so sorry uh, britain's got talent these entire franchises are owned by simon cowell just him just him in his company of course the entire x factor franchise as well so having so much power like it gets you thinking how he managed to grow this into such a viable business it must have been commercial enough for him to know that it's a good place for him to invest in like he knew this is something it's a it's a well tested formula and it's definitely going to work in his favor Exactly when i say simon cowell what comes to your mind like instantly what's the first thing that comes to your mind i just think of a very rude person like he's just going to be very blunt to your face and tell you that you suck and you shouldn't sing anymore <laughs> so there are two angles that you can look at this from so one is that this guy feels entitled that he can express his opinions in a blunt rude way because he knows most of the industry and he can make these people um into like proper artists so he so he has that um ego within him or maybe he thinks of it as a duty you never know and i feel that's like the most probable one because uh, because you know all of us know him as that rude person you click on that video when you see simon cobbles face being exhausted or irritated because you know you're going to get laughs out of it the thumbnail gives it off exactly so it's it's like cheap gimmicks that they going to do to attract these audience just like any other industry so layering on these poor qualities of these judges and putting these poor contestants in front of the entire world to ridicule them is just a bit sad and we as audience should be better we need to be more informed when we're watching shows like this and a lot of the times these contestants are performing in front of an audience for the first time in their life they they haven't even performed in front of a panel before let alone perform in front of a crowd with like hundreds of people there it must be nerve wracking exactly okay so now coming back to the contestants i remember watching these shows keenly during 2016 or 17 and i remember the lineup of the judges back then you had simon cowell two fellow judges and one comedian So Simon Cowell usually attracted uh, usually selected like one of his uh, one of his golden buzzers or whatever they were called um they were directly going to semi finals okay so these contestants were usually the starlight of the show 
they bring in the talent the people who are interested in looking at you know inspiring stories beautiful stories like absolute raw talented people they were selected by Simon Cowell and now the stark opposite that i uh, spoke to you guys about earlier you had the comedian bringing in them these are absolutely hilarious acts like someone playing bohemian rhapsody on like a comb or something so this guy kept being promoted from like one round to another to another and logically it's supposed to not happen but people find them and all the also the judges find them so hilarious that they're getting so many ratings because of this guy so many um, more viewers because of uh, these contestants that they keep on humiliating them for their return okay so now coming on to um, what happens in india so the situation gets a bit more worse when it comes over here because trp is involved and that's what everything is about over here you get the trp and you're the best show in the country that's what happens so um, these talent shows like uh, i'm i'm so sorry can you remind me what show sonu nigam was on he was on indian idol indian idol right so i i think i was watching this video of him talking about what goes on behind the scenes or what problems that he had to face um he he was talking about how the judges these producers who don't really know what goes on in the music industry itself are persuading these judges to be more melodramatic exaggerate their reactions like if it's um even if it's mediocre they hype the reaction so much so that the people are in awe they're trying to confuse the people into thinking almost like each of these performances are like pieces of art yeah they're extraordinary pieces and th- from the same interview that i watched of sonu nigam he definitely said that almost 99% not i am not sure about the number but at least 90% of the times these performances are dubbed or corrected again before they're played on tv that's exactly why i think we why we never see a bad performance because they always correct them exactly and it's not like these are termed as reality tv shows but like almost like every single reality tv show that actually not real so whatever happens is what these people want you to see or think that you want to see there's another aspect when it comes to indian tv shows there are so many shows on so many different channels that people don't know what they want to watch so now these TV shows have to do something different. They start creating extra drama. They start having competitions amongst themselves just to know, just to see which show is going to do better than the other one. Exactly. You know what this reminds me of? When you go to Sarojini Nagar market and you see these street vendors, they're screaming "sorpe, sorpe, sorpe." That's literally what it's like. You're trying to yell at the audience and trying to attract their attention. So the more melodramatic, the more passionate, dramatic your um expression is the more viewers that you interact so that's the basic premise of what happens over here and i'm sure the people who go through the entire process and take part in the competition perform every week and you know they are exposed to a lot of new new things and they learn a lot it must be a good experience for them but i feel i kind of feel bad for the person who wins the show because the future for that person is very uncertain the show promises you a lot of prizes like you'll win a cash prize you'll get some sort of contract with a music label but that's just a very short term goal for that person what happens after 6 months from winning that competition yeah i think you're absolutely right that's a really valid point that you bring up and there's one thing that i actually wanted to mention uh, the cla- the cash prize that you actually said that's 
heavily taxed so they probably won't even end up getting the amount that was promised to them and coming to my second point i think like back in 2002 when these were really popular uh christina aguilera uh beyonce Be- uh, britney spears and you were mentioning uh, a couple of other artists kelly clarkson and justin timberlake and all of these people these talent shows really worked back then because they were established for a reason to find talented people and they did find talented people and the winners went on becoming successful musicians successful um in whatever talent that they were portraying in uh, whatever talent that they were showcasing in that talent show uh but when you look at it now after uh, as i mentioned 2002 or like maybe even till 2010 whatever artists or um talented people won the show after that they sort of didn't become famous because of the reasons that we said earlier uh like the the stories are too dramatized and the end result was they weren't as talented as people thought they were or maybe it wasn't about the talent it was about how limited the exposure was in the industry you know there are so many other artists who are present who are doing so well for themselves and there are no opportunities left for this person um in india especially there are a certain number of playback singers who sing most of the songs for bollywood movies these days and you will not find a newcomer who's just won a reality show or singing a major bollywood movie song cuz the audience won't have any idea who it is and the voice is very unfamiliar so you won't get attracted to it exactly all these live votings happen because the viewers know what the story that they're projecting right and then when they actually win they may or may not have talent they may or may not have exposure so their success has a very small chance of success i mean their success is subjected to a very small probability so you remember one direction right uh, i think which uh, show were they on x factor or britain's got talent i think x factor uk x right? factor right. right yeah so when they um when they were participating the year that they were participating they didn't even end up winning So, so, I don't remember who actually won but they're not as famous as they are now and even if you look at Jennifer Hudson who's like this incredible singer like she's made so many hits she finished 7th on American Idol back in 2004 like can you imagine so that's what i mean i feel like now especially there are so many forums available for people who want to become singers get a music career want to become musicians want to produce music there are so many forums available that they can showcase their talent instead of you know trying to get validation from judges who probably don't even care for you i think that's a really interesting point that you brought up uh, can you tell us a bit more about all of these forums that they can showcase their talent on yeah there are so many forums available there's soundcloud there's itunes you can put it on youtube there's so many ways where you can do so much and i feel like I'll, you have a chance of a lot more people listening to you and continuing to be your fan exactly and you're not tied up by these record labels that make you forced to do whatever they feel is successful you have to subject yourself to whatever they're going to say so i think this is a really good way to build your sound your identity before they snatch it up and turn it into something that works supposedly works i'm doing air quotes you guys <laughs> uh, work in the industry 
so i think that's a really uh, really good alternative channel that they can take but to a certain extent i do understand the appeal i mean going in front of the entire nation or the entire world and you know showcasing your talent and that's a really brave thing that someone can do and it's really beautiful if it wasn't turned into like a mechanicized me- mechanical sorry but i do understand the appeal you know going in front of a large audience in front of tv in front of the entire nation or the world and showcasing your talent that's an incredibly brave and amazing thing that you can do if it wasn't so mechanical i would actually love to keep watching all of these shows year after year season after season i'm sure the experience must be empowering but i feel like the future of these shows is unpredictable now especially with what is going on in today's world i'm not really sure how many people are still willing to go back and watch these performances okay with all of these alternative forums available like you mentioned just now i think it's a better alternative to go with those instead of going on stage and being so vulnerable in front of the entire audience so now that we're coming towards the end of this episode keeping in mind of our regular format uh, i think we have a couple of things that we want to recommend um adiba what movie do you recommend our listeners So the movie that we're going to recommend this week is called That Thing You Do and it's about this boy band called The Wonders and they take part in this talent show and perform one of their the most super hit song it's called That Thing You Do and it's a story about how their music careers has a lot of ups and downs and it has Tom Hanks so you should definitely watch it okay what music would you suggest for this week so on the music i don't think i'll recommend a particular song but an entire artist itself Uh, James Arthur is one of my favorite artists to come out of X Factor. He won, I think, in two thousand twelve, and his debut single, Impossible, it went on to sell over, I think, two point five million copies across the world. And he went on to sell uh, so many more records that he made subsequently after that studio album, like two thousand nineteen. And I think he is uh, set on to. do a massive tour in 2020 i i don't know how well that's going to go considering everything that's happening right now but do listen to him so as always you can email us at apple for the blues it's given in the description you can send us your questions your queries any suggestions constructive criticisms it's all up to you and you can even find us on instagram if you want so that's it for this episode you guys bye bye mm-hmm.